0: And we are back with Watch Dogs Radio. It is uh, 1.30 in the east, 12.30 in the middle of the country, and it's uh, early morning out west. I hope you uh, have a chance to join us today. We are live. I am not at our Youth Today studios today. I'm actually on the road, so uh, may have a little bit of uh, audio difficulty here, and I apologize for that if that's the case. But uh, once again, we've had another fantastic week. Uh, in the watchdogs world. I know uh, Eric is going to tell us uh, here in a little bit. He spent some time down in Texas. Um, I had tried to go to Kentucky, and we actually had a little bit of a problem up there. So if you were expecting to uh, get some watchdogs training in Kentucky, please give us a call, and we're going to make that happen special just for you. Well, uh, let's see. We've got a couple of things going on. Uh, I had a great contact on uh, Facebook. I uh, spoke to... Um, the, uh, I believe she was the uh, past president, didn't speak to, but I Facebooked uh, with some friends down in Escambia County, Florida, and we're working on getting down there to do some training. And if you missed it last week, please go back and listen to our wonderful interview with Katie LeClaire Greer. I just found out after we had gotten off there, I had been mispronouncing her maiden name. It's actually Katie LeClaire Greer, um, who talked to us about cyber safety and the importance of being safe, for our kids and knowing how to keep things safe. So if you get a chance go back and listen to that, connect with Katie she's an awesome resource and if you'd like to bring her program to your school uh, hook up with her at uh, klgreer.com We are uh, right at about uh, 24,000 downloads. I know uh, people are out there listening to us. We would love to know where you're listening to us from and and how we can connect directly with you. If you'd like to call in uh, today and talk to us, our guest call in line is 215 Three three seven two eight. That is two one five three eight three three seven two eight. You can give us a call right here on Watchdogs Radio. So uh well we're gonna go out to the uh I of course I've been calling at the big house, I've been calling at the mothership, I've been but uh we're talking about the National Office out in Springdale, Arkansas, and I'd like to talk to my good friend Chris Dannenauer, our senior program developer. Chris, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good, Keith. Um uh, just Glad to be here and glad to be talking to you and our guests that we have on this show today.
0: Well, that's great. Uh, while we are uh, heading in that direction, is there anything, uh, I know we're getting our... Uh our renewal kits out. We're, uh, we're answering a lot of questions. New people just finding out about the program, getting ready to launch the Watchdogs program at the beginning of the school year. This is the perfect time to do it. The principals are back. The BTAs are getting their um, their board meetings together. They're talking about how they're going to enhance their programs, enhance their membership for the coming year. And uh, and this is the perfect time to do it. So, Chris, have you been getting a lot of uh, a, a lot of traffic on the phones out there?
1: uh yes we we have Keith we've been seeing uh, uh the phone lines getting busier and busier each week as we head into uh the start of the school year, having a lot of uh questions ask about hey, I heard about watchdogs from a a a friend of mine who happens to be a principal or a a counselor so matter of fact, I just answered about five emails uh all within about an hour uh. Same type of email. Hey, I'm a counselor. Hey, I'm a, a principal. Hey, I'm a, I'm a PTA president. I've heard about this from a peer at another school. How do I start watchdogs? And so, uh, one thing, Keith, that we did just late, late last week, and our guest doesn't know it, but this year uh, we're going to offer a new entity survey uh, to our schools. And we have modified our, our end of day survey, where it's just going to get those nuts and bolts and hit the main ideas about uh, for those dads. So it's a quicker survey, and be uh, much, uh, it be much better data, and you know, for the principal to see and to read what the dads like and are they, uh, you know, getting a daily schedule, are they getting the daily orientation, et cetera. So we're going to roll it out a new modified in today's survey for our our watchdogs uh, this coming school year.
0: Well, that's great. And, of course, we've got some really good... Uh, really great uh, guests lined up on Watch Dogs Radio here over the next few weeks. You know, next week we're going to have the uh, the new National PTA President, Otha Thornton. We're very excited about having uh, Otha on the line with us. Uh, we've got a few coming up down the road, but we're also going to be talking about this time of year, we want to be talking about our launch events, we want to be talking about how to get the program going in your school. So, a lot packed into the, the next few weeks here on Watch Dogs Radio. Well, uh one, uh uh the phantom that we hear from every once in a while. Uh usually he's uh, you know, we look to the sky and think of that that great person in the sky, at least as far as watchdogs, and we're talking about our executive director who is always in the sky when we're trying to talk uh <laughs> talk about him, Eric Snow, Eric. So you, you got your feet on the ground today, you have a chance hey, to talk to us, hey, we'd love to have you.
2: you you don't get gold medallion status with Delta by staying on the ground, my friend. you got to get out there and get amongst them. So, uh, yeah, I've been traveling a lot. I know you have as well. But I looked the other day, and, and since January uh, I've made uh, 35 uh, trips out uh, to conferences, and uh, it's been wonderful. Uh, just in the last two weeks, I don't think I was on last week. Um, I had just returned from the uh, Maryland PTA State Conference, and I actually uh, was assigned that. You mentioned Otha as the incoming, uh, well, now currently the, the national PTA president. He had assigned that to me to go as the PTA representative. I'm on the PTA Board of Directors, and Uh, One of our duties, if we're so uh, fortunate, is to go and represent PTA at a state conference. Now, I do a lot of state conferences, as you have done, uh, for PTA and other uh, organizations, but to represent National was really an honor because I got to go and install the new officers and I got to deliver the keynote on behalf of National PTA, and I just considered it a a real honor. And I will tell you this, I have never met a more gracious group of people, hardworking, dedicated, parents and educators uh than i found out in maryland they were just wonderful and they were very kind to this arkansas boy and i appreciated that and i just decided i'm going to judge uh, them all other marylanders as uh, by them they're the gold standard from here on out so it's a wonderful group of people uh last weekend i was in dallas texas at the that was gosh that was just saturday a few days ago Mm -hmm. i was at the uh, summer leadership conference had a Huge workshop, great turnout of about 76 folks that came in. And, of course, uh, Dallas is – or, excuse me, Texas is is no stranger to the Watchdog program. There are 816 Watchdog schools in Texas, which may be a lead-in for you there, partner, to our guests uh, (laughs) at some point. So we've had a great time, and and schools are starting to pick back up. They're starting to call us and give training. And uh, I noticed – Uh, Chris sends out a weekly report every Monday or Tuesday, and uh, I noticed that today uh, the pre launch number of schools rose by 15 schools. So we've added 15 schools in pre launch in the last week, which I think is phenomenal. And of course, those of you listening, pre launch means they've taken the training, they've purchased the startup kit. And they've indicated they're gonna launch as soon as school comes back in the fall. So that made that number up to like three hundred and eighty, I think, that we're gonna have launched brand new this fall. We already know that. So good stuff. Great stuff happening.
0: Oh absolutely. You know, I, I watch those uh I watch those numbers pretty closely when they come out and, and uh it's always exciting. You know, you know, back when I started uh with watchdogs I think we we were only in like the twelve hundred numbers. Um and of course Chris I know goes back to I think two but um yeah I mean it's just amazing to see the uh the, the numbers growing and and to hear that uh you know the feedback that we get when we go out I mean when you walk in to a huge convention hall and you hear somebody scream Watchdogs and come running over to you it's just it really strengthens what we're doing and know that that what we're doing is actually making a difference and making a change in education in our country and guess That's what that, that's a double segue. <laughs> there you go.
3: Let's
2: do
0: it. Let's do it. I'm excited. I would like I'm to introduce our, yeah, oh, I am too, our, our very special guest. Um, you know, we talk about uh, the watchdogs program in the United States. We would talk about the watchdogs program in our country, and and it's amazing to see that that the word is out there. We're hearing from countries. All across Europe we're hearing from people all over the world that are curious about the program what is it what it is what we're doing, um, but we looked at a principal in or actually a principal from Texas um, looked at us, had a great opportunity he's going to tell us about it here in a few minutes um, and brought the watchdogs program to. Asia, which is absolutely amazing to us. So I'd like to introduce Gary Manns, principal of uh, SMIC Private School in Shanghai, China. Gary, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio.
3: Well, good afternoon, Chris, Keith, and Eric. Glad to be on the show. i tell you what, well, we've uh, got
2: it covered now. You, are you in Texas, right? You, you don't sound like you're in Shanghai, China right now.
3: No, I'm in Arlington, Texas right now.
2: Arlington, beautiful Arlington. So we, we are representing on this call... Uh, Texas, Georgia, Arkansas, and Kansas. Isn't technology
0: amazing? <laughs> awesome. Gotta love it. <laughs> gotta love it. Well Gary, if you would, could you kinda tell us a little bit about um your your background? Uh we'd love to hear about your family and, and tell us a little bit about how you learned about Watchdog's program and and how it spread to the other side of the world. Sure.
3: Um I've been an educator in Texas for twenty five years. Uh, I was first an uh, elementary teacher, and then for the last 17 years, I've been a principal in Texas. Um, the last time was in Mansfield. And three years ago, a PTA, and it happened to be a male, by the way, president of mine, found out about the Watchdog program, and he brought it to my campus in Mansfield. We had uh, we did the kickoff, and we had over 150 dads show up. And for the last three years, my or two years, that campus Shepherd Elementary, if I've mentioned the name, has been very successful in having the dads on campus leading. Um, uh, My family, as far as my family, I have three kids. They are all out of college. Uh, I have a wife. Um, And my other brothers, sisters, all of them are here in Texas in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So how uh, let did me you, you make the transition to Shanghai, China?
2: I know you, you're, you're – you're, now, are you called the principal at that school, or do they have another name for the leader of a school in, in Shanghai?
3: No, I'm actually called the – it's actually English Track Elementary Principal is my official title. Okay. Uh, in SMIC, we have what's called an English track, and we have a Chinese track. The English track is – everything is spoken in English, and then the Chinese track is taught in Chinese. So I'm over the English part. Now that's a huge
2: transition to to make out there. Do you mind sharing with us how how you made that uh, that career change and and what facilitated that? I'm interested in that. I think the the listeners might be as well. That that seems just like a very sort of romantic thing to do to pick up you know from a place you've lived for a long time and all the security and all the things that you know we all get used to and and going literally to a place that is couldn't be probably more different than Texas.
3: Well, what happened, I'm an adjunct professor at Dallas Baptist University, part-time, and five years ago they started doing summer camps in China. So I did my principal job during the year, and then I spent my last five summers in Shanghai and Beijing. And that's where I became acquainted with SMIC, the private school, and then gradually the opening came up this past year for the principalship, and I had a good relationship with Dr. Hu, Who, the chancellor there, and so I took the job, and then I spent the last year in, in Shanghai. So
2: how have you found it there? How's how's the transition been for you and, and, and your wife, I'm assuming? The the, the two of you are, are both there. Is that, uh, is that the way that's working? Do you have any other family
3: there or friends that you've made? No other family. I have some Dallas Baptist University students that are teachers for me there that we've hired, um, some acquaintances that I know there from working in the church there. But mostly you know just friends um, it's been a It's been a good transition. I was used to the culture, the culture is quite a bit different from what it is here. Um, you know you can 't drink the water, um, they have just different ways of doing things the uh, The kids are of course highly motivated. the parents have a good interest in their child's education, which i'm not saying they don't hear, but it's just a little different in that country than it is here, and of course, the food's different um, where I am in Shanghai, it's more Westernized. Uh, you can go to you know McDonald's, Burger King, and all those kind of things. So we do have things there, but I did have to get used to the different culture. Did
2: you find? Well, yeah. Let's talk about that for just a second. When you introduced the the idea of this watchdogs program, uh, who did you have to uh, speak to about that first, and, and what was their initial response?
3: Well, I, I took it to our chancellor, Doctor Who. She had no clue what I was talking about, of course. She had not heard of a dad's club, okay? Um, she thought it was an interesting concept. Now, I'll, I'll tell you, it's almost like it is here, that in China you have mainly the women into the PTA, into the school, as being active. The men, of course, have jobs, and they, not, they come to the open houses, but they're not actively involved in the school. So she was not, not opposed to it, but she just didn't know what to think of it, Okay. Then I shared it with the elementary Chinese principal and she was floored. She 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 said she didn't think it would work and she didn't know anything about it and she didn't she really didn't want to do anything with it.
2: Wow. That's right. And so you got to go ahead eventually and and did you do the traditional uh, launch event by inviting the dads and the kids in the school like you did
3: in Texas? I did. What we did uh, we have a Chinese New Year offer on the Chinese calendar so I came back. I ordered the kit. I came back here in January, middle of January, and brought the kit back to me. And then we did a kickoff. It was the first week of April. And at that kickoff, we had over 200, almost 200 dads show up and 200 kids. Oh,
1: um, my goodness.
3: We had 90. 90- I have to ask, did you have pizza? Did you have a pizza? Yeah, yeah we still have Domino's and that there. And we had a Domino's pizza night. <laughs> and we ran have- out of pizza, okay? That's a good and- thing. And by the way, Wayne Russell is the one that was coordinating this program with me or for me. So I actually watched the kids, over the 200 kids, with a few teaching assistants, and then he led the program with the dads. Wow. And 93 dads signed up for the rest of April, May, and June to work in our schools, and we had two to three dads every day for the rest of the year.
2: That is phenomenal. Now, you shared uh, an email uh with, us, that we actually passed around uh, among our, our office staff and we have, uh, of course, our National Center for Fathering in Kansas City and, and then we have uh, folks out around the country, Keith in and Georgia and, and Brian out in Colorado, uh, my dad that wrote a letter. Uh, and it was kind of tongue-in-cheek, but he had such a wonderful time. If I'm paraphrasing uh, incorrectly, let me know. But something along the lines of, this was so great, this should be reserved as a reward for dads. Because he's <laughs> had a phenomenal – am I getting that right?
3: That's correct. That's correct. Yes. Wow. The dads, uh, they spent that day – no, they had really didn't have an idea, you know, what a school, how it ran, what the teachers do. Um, I don't know if I can go over kind of the day and what they had, but – Please, when, we brought, yeah. when we brought them in to the school, they, of course they signed up, they spent their day first of all greeting the kids, then they went and we did an announcement, we put them on the announcements, they did their name and their child's name, and then we played that song, Who Let the Dogs Out, the kids loved <laughs> that. they knew the watchdogs were on campus then, um, wow. and then we took their picture, uh, we gave them the orientation that you all have in your kit, um, and then we gave them an individual schedule, They did the day in the classrooms, the PE room. They did recess, lunch, um, and then, of course, dismissal. The dads, when they got the whole view of the school, they were amazed. And I'll tell you what, their kids were so grateful. All the kids wanted their dads on campus.
2: Isn't that amazing?
3: That is, you know,
2: that's so touching to us because, you know, we want to, I guess we're we're led to believe uh, that, you know, there's all these great differences between us and, and, and maybe others in, in other countries that have, you know, dramatically different cultures and, and, and things like that. But I guess when you get down to it, the reality is, um, you know, men dads love their
3: kids and want to be connected. Yeah. That's right, dads are dads. Dads are dads yeah. and kids are kids. And, they you yeah. know, they're very proud when they're dads. And we had a t- – I can never – I always remember this one. We had a dad not show up uh, because of business. And that child cried about half the day. Oh, um Yeah, no. it, it was so sad. We be rescheduled. Yeah, we did. We rescheduled. We thought <laughs> we rescheduled. Immediately. Okay, Immediately. get him back yeah. in here. But, you know, it's just made such an impact on our schools. Um, we are going to do it again next year. We, you know, we redesigned the t shirt a little bit, and we've been sending you all pictures. We did the bulletin board, and I think you did get a picture from Mr. Russell of how
0: successful we have been there. Yes, yes. Yeah, and uh, one question I had. It, Keith. Yeah. Well, I was just say one question that I had. I did have a chance to look at your web page and um one of the the and maybe you had mentioned this earlier and I didn't catch it. But what is the breakdown between I understand that the school um being taught in English there is there are Americans there um but is this school primarily for Uh, Americans who are working there, or what what is your student breakup? Do you have uh, local students that are coming in, or how how does that work? Yeah, the English track
3: that we have at SMIC is foreign passport holders that are working there. So they're they're from Korea, Taiwan, America, Canada, from different countries. The Chinese track has native Chinese students. Um, We're mainly Asian, though. Our population majority is the Korean, Taiwanese, Chinese students. We do have of course American, few Americans. Uh SMIC is a, a national uh computer chip company. So a lot of their employees have
0: their kids in our school. Okay, that makes sense. I was under the impression that it was just Americans, but it's but it's really a great mix. Is the so is the program uh also operating on the uh in the Chinese track or just in the English track?
3: No, it, it you know it started out that they didn't really want to try it, and but after the end of it and the success of it, they are going to try it next year. They really want to get into it. So we will have the whole elementary, and we're moving towards the middle school for next year also.
2: I love wow. You let, so, us know,
3: you let us know what you need from us. And, uh, exactly.
2: How, how long are you in the States still?
3: I'm here till Sunday, this coming Sunday, and then I, I fly out again.
2: Today's Tuesday. Do me a favor as a thank you. Well, I want to do you a favor. I want to thank you for doing this and spreading it uh over uh the Shanghai like you did. But get back with Chris uh and and tell him what you need and, and we'll 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 have a generous dollar amount that we wanna sponsor you and send you some items that you can take back with you. Would that be helpful that we'd like to give you as a thank you?
3: that well, it would sure be helpful because we are gonna recharge and get it in the fall, get it started. Well, it'll be our it'll be our gift and and our thank
2: you for doing that for doing the interview and for spreading it over there. So, Chris, you all just connect and you and I'll talk about a dollar amount, but it'll it'll be about the equivalent of a of a startup kit. How's that sound? That's excellent. Thank you. You bet. So uh, that's wonderful. What, what, was the, what was the response, Keith? I don't want to cut you off, man. You're the host. See, that's why they don't let me okay. on every <laughs> week. You <you're>, <laughs> have the two to All right. I told you I was excited about this, and, and but okay, let me ask you this, and then I'll be quiet. Uh, what was the response of the mothers? Uh, did, was there a noticeable response? I don't want to ask a leading question. Did, did you get any feedback from the, Oh the, yeah, what we, they thought we, about this?
3: Yes, they want their own club now. The moms <laughs> want to know if there's a moms club, you know, not watchdog, but what could we do, puppy club or something, how the moms could be there.
0: Heck yeah, well, I see. I see PTA that you have a PTA, but I, it doesn't look. Is it a? Um, is it tied to, to National PTA or, no. or is that just a, No, okay.
3: it's it's it's. You know, they do a lot of the bylaws from the U.S., but they're the separate. They're not associated with the National PTAs.
2: Oh, okay, okay. But, you know, that's interesting because that, you know, a lot of, well, PTA is fully on board with their male engagement, their male outreach, and and that's been going on really as a focused initiative since 2008 when they formed the MORE Alliance, which the M-O-R-E stands for Men Organized to Raise Engagement. National PTA put this together to encourage their schools to, increased male involvement for all the educational outcomes that, that result from that. Uh and it's working. Last year the the national uh excuse me, nationally the membership the male membership if I can say this right of PPA was eight percent. This year it's twenty two percent. They've made huge inroads on that. But we also are quick to tell schools that are just hearing about watchdogs for the first time exactly what you just said, Gary, was that it really is a parental involvement program because mm-hmm. as soon as you mobilize dads, you've got these moms that come in yeah, and say, heck, we didn't know we could come in and
3: spend the whole day. We want I to try do that too, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, It's great to see, you know, when these dads come on campus, even though it's not their dads, these kids are giving them high-fives in the hallway. Um, they hear da- uh, watchdogs on campus. They all want that watchdog to come into their classroom. Um, they just beam all throughout the campus. It just generates.
0: Um, it's just an excellent program. Well, let's uh, say uh, this. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, Eric, I'm I'm willing to volunteer to do their pizza night, if uh, <laughs> if, if you're willing to send me over there. I'd love to come over.
2: That that would be wonderful. Yeah, we we need to look at that. We we might, uh, you know, that would be a great uh, uh, outreach for Watchdogs, and and we might, well, you know, never say never. We we didn't think we'd be doing a lot of things that we're doing now five years like radio. ago. That we're doing. Exactly. And well, Gary, I want to tell you this, and, and I mean this sincerely on, on behalf of Watch Dogs. Um, this program is, is is pretty neat, but you've seen the startup kit. It's just a box of stuff that just sits there on the desk um, right. until somebody like you uh, picks it up and makes it happen. And I'm not just saying that. We are absolutely floored and humbled when we hear stories like this of, of educators that are very busy. We know a little bit about principals. Uh, You all have a lot coming at you, and you have a lot of people that want your attention. You have a lot of people that, you know, come into your office with the latest, greatest thing, that, man, if you do this, it's going to solve all your problems. And and we know that every year you're faced with, you know, deciding how you're going to spend your resources, your time and your money, which is valuable. And see an educator, uh, pick this program up, open that box up, make it come alive, and do the things that you're doing for your kids. And helping these dads be a part of that is absolutely phenomenal work.
3: So thank you for doing what you're you're doing and keeping this live and moving forward. And I want to thank you all, all three of you guys, for this program because it's generated not only, you know, from the United States. It's now in China, and it will stay in China. We have another school in Beijing that I'm going to introduce it to, to Beijing. So hopefully it will spread across China, too. Love it. I love I it. Keep hey, it. What
2: up. else you got, my friend? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you uh, do what you probably set out to do before I started
0: talking. No, actually, uh, my my <laughs> plan today was to keep my mouth shut and let you guys do all the talking. Uh, since I'm kind of in a, a, a strange spot here today, like I said, we're outside of the uh, Use Today Studios. So yeah, uh, me,
2: man. Well, I I have a question just generally, uh, Gary. Okay, so now are you all on summer break now? Like, again, obviously, because you're back in the states. And so and so, when do you hit back? You hit back Sunday. And so what will happen when you go back? I mean, are you still out of school uh, in China, or will you have to go back to school right away? When does your school start
3: there? I will start as an administrator August 1st. The teachers come back on the 15th of August. Um, our school doesn't start till September 1st or 2nd, that Monday. Um, we'll probably have our kickoff probably the third or fourth week of September. So what have
2: you found? Uh, I mean, what, what kind of hobbies or things? I know you've got to be just have been crazy busy with everything you've been doing the last year, but I know that you also have to probably have some outlet for that. Uh, well, what are the activities there that you found, uh, or that you hope to find, to be able to do, you know, just for fun and, uh, you know, uh, that kind of thing? What 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 have you,
3: what what what's there to do in Beijing, China, or Shanghai but, rather? Well, basically, Shanghai is uh, over twenty million people, and so. You're crowded all the time, but I like riding the subway. I go into the city. I go to the markets. I go into – they have an eight-story mall there called Superbrand Mall. Um, So there's all kind of shopping. There's sites to see. uh, There's a fast train there that you can get to Suzhou, Nanjing, other Chinese cities. So what I've been doing is doing a little traveling while I'm there.
2: That's wonderful. Now, are you uh, are you what's known as a foodie? Because I'm a foodie, and I would think I would want to just like eat my way through the city. Because I know there are a lot of uh, culinary surprises
3: and things probably that we can't find here. Is that an interest to you? That is they, Yeah, that's true. I mean, I have tried things that I didn't even think I would try there. I mean, they eat good parts of the animal there. You you'll get a fish with a head on it, or even the chicken with a head on it. So I've tried just about anything I could eat there. Uh, my first couple years there when I was doing summer camp, I lost 60 pounds. Oh, and my goodness. Yeah. Well, I needed to lose the weight. It was good, but it happened to do with the food because I wasn't used to their food. Now, now I enjoy it. I enjoy uh, they don't use preservatives in their food. Uh, everything's pretty well fresh. Um, so it's a different type of food. I don't do as much fast food there. It's mainly vegetables and fruit there.
2: That's wonderful. Well, a lot better than we
3: are. That's
2: true. And, and if, if, we, if we can manage to get Keith over there, you'll be able to help him, uh, you know, make some good choices.
3: So. Oh, uh, I can take us some to places.
2: <laughs> well, Keith, are we getting close on time? I don't want to go, go over our lot of time. I'm watching the clock, as I'm sure you are.
0: Yeah, we're coming down into a minute. So, uh, so Gary, we uh, we definitely thank you so much for everything you've done for us. For uh, for bringing the watchdogs program uh, to the other side of the world and, and showing uh, some of your uh, your input over there, we really appreciate your time.
1: Well, I thank but you, I, I, Gary. Yes. Hey, Gary, can I reach you on the number that you dialed in from? Yes. Okay, I'll get with you later uh, this week, uh, and Keith, I'll let you wrap it up. Yeah, we'll have, to get, right. we'll
2: have to get that package to him quick enough so he can have it by uh, Friday. No, oh,
1: boss, we'll yes. we'll take care of it. I know you will,
0: my friend. Um, sounds good. Well, uh, this is another great week of the Watchdogs Radio Program. We have had a lot of fun here today with Gary Mans, who is the uh, principal of the SMIC Private School in Shanghai, China. And uh, it's been a, a great experience, folks. Thanks. And just remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs Program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. Thanks again. Join us next week with Otha Thornton. From National PTA. Thanks again for what's this You're is welcome.